So yesterday's parak spoke about the mitzvah of believing in Hashem, unifying Hashem, and not containing the idea there's a God besides Hashem. Today's parak is going to begin the mitzvah of loving and fearing Hashem. This glorious, uh, awesome God, mitzvah to mitzvah to love Him, to fear Him. be in awe of Him. The pasuk says, you should love Hashem your God. The Nehemiah also says, you should fear Hashem your God. Base. What is the path to coming to fearing and loving Hashem? You can't just command someone to have an emotion. I command you to love something. What does that mean? How you change emotions? When a person contemplates Hashem's wondrous and great deeds, and he sees Hashem's wisdom in them, it has no comparison to anything else and no limitation. Immediately he loves, praises, and desires with a, with a tremendous passion. Uh, to be close, to know, to be familiar with Hashem's great name. My soul thirsts for the living God. When a person contemplates these concepts, besides wanting to come close to Hashem, loving Hashem, he also trembles back. And he becomes and he, uh, he, uh, he's in, uh, in awe. He understands that he is a small creation, small creature, dark, standing with limited knowledge, which is very small. Before the perfect, he used perfect knowledge before Hashem. So when you think about Hashem's greatness, two things happen: you are overcome with the desire to come close to Hashem because He's so great. You also understand that whatever you understand of His greatness, which you yearn for, there's so much more you don't understand, which makes you f- feel so much farther from Him, and you and you and you simultaneously have a sense of awe. So love and awe at the same time. Like David said, "When I see your heavens, the work of your hands." I think about why should Hashem consider even think about people. Hashem is so great. According to these, based on these concepts, I'm going to explain, explain the general principles. The works of Hashem, Master of the Universe, they should be a basic opening, a basic uh, beginning for the understanding person to come to love Hashem. Like the Chum said regarding Ava, by understanding Hashem, or Hashem's great wonders, wonders deeds, at the Makas, you come to understand the one who created the world. Therefore, the Ram can't just tell us, it's a mitzvah to understand Hashem's greatness. Because what should I think about? I don't know, what, what, what can I know about Hashem? So the Ram is going to introduce us the basic principles of understanding the wonders of creation, and that's going to help us understand the greatness of Hashem, and therefore love and fear Hashem. Gamash, this was basically the, principle, the basic principle of Chabad, is the, of the Alter principle of Hadas of Hashem. Through knowing Hashem comes from this Rambam, basically. And when the other Tamadal Magnet criticized the Alter Rebbe, he, he pointed this Rambam as the concept. It's not just enough to believe, you have to also know Hashem's greatness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gimel. Whatever Hashem created in His world, can divide in three parts. There are creations which are comprised of matter and form. Form in this case doesn't mean like a physical shape, it means more like a, a, a nature, a certain energy. They constantly are existing, at the same time they are decomposing simultaneously. 
slowly as we can't see it. Obviously. Everything in the universe, the, every, everything, all matter in the universe is gradually changing, gradually decomposing. Like the body of a human being, or an animal, and vegetation, or metal, right? inanimate things. That's one category. The second category is creation. They are comprised of matter and form as well. They don't change their form. They remain the same matter and the same, and the same energy. In, in, in our world, things change. You can have one type of form which changes, which changes to another type of form. Matter, matter can assume different forms. In, in these types, of the second category, that doesn't happen. Uh, as in the first category, which does change. Their form is always maintained in the same image, in the same uh, physical structure. They don't change. What are these types of creations? The spheres, which I'm going to describe the next parak, different levels in the solar system, of the universe, and the planets, so the stars, which are in them. These forms of these creations, the Alam says, are not like the forms or the creation or the, or the matter in our world. They're very different because, again, in our world, they can alter, but the planets, the Alam says, don't alter. They're, they are eternal. So unlike category, the first category, these don't die. That's correct. Correct. Not only they don't die, rocks also don't die, but rocks have some shift in their form over, over long okay. periods of time. So what the, about what science will say that stars die? Oh, so what science says and, and, and what the Alam says in these two prokim doesn't seem to match up. It's a long conversation. I don't have... I don't, I'm sure there's a lot of literature on it. I, I, there's a tremendous amount. If you look at the English Ramam in Tagore, he has a hakdom about it. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> you can, you can you can darshan on the topic. But that's, that's one of the easier uh, seeming contradictions between the sciences we've taught it and the Ram over here. This, this, it, gets, it, gets more, it gets more complicated. We'll see. Then you have creations which are a form and energy without a, a, without a physical image, without a body. These are angels. have no body or a, any kind of. Uh, 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 you know, physical, uh, physical form. They are rather separate images. In other words, um, the, the, there are separate energies, but they're not. But, but there's no body for the malach. Halacha What is this that the neviim say? Which does have a form. It's fire with wings. It's all in the, the perception of the prophecy. is a metaphor. Laimer, the meaning to say, when it's, you see an angel made of fire with wings, she ain't a goof. It does, it, it's not a body. Because, you know, a fire with wings means it's, it's the ultimate opposite of weight, right? Because fire has no weight and wings are, transcend gravity. The ain't a doesn't have the same physical properties or heaviness, so to speak, of our physical bodies. Like it says, Hashem regard is consuming fire. The ain't obviously Hashem is not fire. El it's a muscle to say that he has no. Uh, no structure, no physical structure. Literally, he makes his angels like winds. Obviously, Melachim are not wind. But the point being, again, it's a metaphor that they don't have the limitations of physical, physical matter. What separates one Malach from the other? They're not bodies. So you, so you can't have. Uh, you can't, what, what makes one mouth different than the other? How are they, how are they differentiated if there's no physical, form, physical, physical bodies? Like we said yesterday, you have two plus two is four. If you, you can't have it two times. If you say, and shove them, it's used, and they're not identical in their, in the, in their uh, existence. Each one is lower than the other in terms of how great it is. So they differentiated by how great they are. 
And each one, if it has a strength, higher than the other, beyond the other. And they're all found as a result of, they all exist as a result from the energy created by Hashem and His goodness. So this is what Shalom hinted to in his wisdom when he says, that there's a guard higher than the other one. Higher than the higher, higher than the other, the one who is higher is another guard. In other words, each one is a level higher than the other. That's what differentiates malachim. So you cannot have an identical twin malachim. <laughs> you can have identical twin people, same genetics. Malachim cannot be identical twins because if they're identical, then they're the same. Vav. This that we're saying one is lower than the other. Doesn't mean spatially. Like someone's saying lower than his friend in altitude. by two people who are wise. One is greater than his fellow. With a wisdom that is greater than it is beyond the higher level of the other person's wisdom. Like we say that, that when you have cause and effect, the cause is higher than the effect because if it comes first, it obviously is greater than the effect. So that's what we mean when we say higher over here. It's not it's not the spatial, obviously. The different names of Allahim. They're, they're named based on their greatness and their maila, their level. The fichach, therefore, the highest level is called the holy highest, holy animals, so to speak, the holy living things. They are the highest of them all. Because since they are, they are the highest form of life, they're called chayas akedash. And they have ifanim, va'arelim, the Ram is going to list 10 levels of malachim. Vachashmalim, israfim, malachim, belikim, neodom, it says Bnei Adam by you? Yeah, I said Bnei Adam? I'm yeah. sorry, thank you. Bnei Adam, Kruvim, Ishim. Okay. Ishim literally means man. That's the lowest kind of Malach. All these ten names that the Malachim are referred to, they are based on their ten levels. What's the highest level of Malachim? Excuse me. The level of the Malachim, which is the highest, and, and there's nothing higher than it except Hashem Himself. That's the, the Malach, the form of Malach, which is called Chayas. Therefore, in the prophecy it says in the Vim, under Hashem's throne of glory. Hashem's throne of glory refers to Hashem as He, so to speak, sits down, so to speak. Uh, to relate to lower himself that when you sit down you're lowering yourself right to relate to the world and immediately uh, the next level of, of malachim right, of the first level of malachim which is right, right under that level of the throne is the chayas is the tenth level the lowest level he that's the mile of the the form the malachim which are called ishim which literally means men the heim hamalachim there's the other malachim which you know, in the in the chain of uh, of of of, of, uh, of the, the corporate ladder of your kaviyachol, uh, they're the lowest ones, and they actually speak to the neviim. Venir mehem they're the ones who appear in their prophetic visions. And therefore, nikru ishim, they're called men. They are close. They're closest to men because they're the lowest malach. Now, these ten levels of malachim is not found anywhere in the Gemara and Medrash. It's from a zohar. This is one of the proofs that Rambam and Kabbalah. All these different forms of Allahim, Chayim are alive, they are recognized and are cognizant of Hashem, their creator. They're aware of Him, a very tremendous, a tremendous understanding beyond any person. Each, every individual level of each Malach, 
according to its my uh, its level. This is supposed to say Not according to the greatness of Hashem Himself as He understands Himself, but you see, I'm saying the God law with the hey, supposed to say the above. Oh, good. Okay. Um, they're not, they're, they're, well, loy lefi God. No, it would be actually the, the translation would be different. The, the the way it's printed in the older in the most Rambams, the fi God law is is problematic because uh, it's saying that they, that they know Hashem based on their level, but not based on their greatness. What does that mean? Their level is their greatness. So it's it's saying lefi malasa according to the, the level of that malach loy lefi God loy, but not in in accordance with the actual greatness of Hashem. So every malach understands Hashem based on its level, but that doesn't mean it understands the absolute greatness of Hashem as Hashem knows Himself. You know, it's the, the true greatness of Hashem only Hashem himself knows. Even the greatest Malach doesn't know that greatness. But it knows the, as much as it can know based on its own individual level. So the fi God loy. Excuse me, loy the fi God loy. Not according to the Hashem's greatness. Only according to the Malach's comprehension. Even the first level of Malachim, cannot understand Hashem as He is. Rather, its comprehension is too poor. Even the, even the greatest Malach, to comprehend, to know the, the, true, the true, absolute greatness of Hashem. However, does know more than the level which is lower than it. This is all same is true for all the different levels of Malachim until the tenth level. Even the lowest level of a Malach understands more than it's possible for a human being who is comprised of a form and matter to comprehend. So, um, so again. Right, so that lowest malach understands beyond what the greatest person can understand. None of them know Hashem the way He knows Himself. Anything that exists besides for the Creator, from the first highest image, the, first, the greatest, greatest creation, the original creation, till the small mosquito in the depths of the earth, they all exist from the, 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 the power of His truth. That Hashem is what causes them to exist, which is what we started off the Ramam with yesterday. Now, because Hashem knows Himself, and, he, and, he's, and He's cognizant of His own greatness, and His splendor, and His truth, therefore He knows everything. Nothing is hidden from Him. So, because Hashem knows Himself with absolute truth, and because everything exists from Him, okay, and everything exists from His truth, therefore Hashem knows everything, because nothing else, there's nothing else that's not that's not from Him. Now, I'm going to expound upon this now. He knows his own truth. He knows it as it is, as it is truly. Hashem does not know it with a knowledge that's external to himself. This is one of the most famous Rambams, especially if you learn Chassidus, right? As we know things, like we know things because we have this power called understanding, and it knows helps us grasp things. It's a tool, but there's me, there's this thing, and I have this tool called knowledge which helps me grasp that thing. We and our knowledge are not one and the same. 
They are one and the same. We call Tzad and we call Pina from every side and every angle. We call Dech any manner of unity. Yes, right. It's one of the, among, among other places, yeah. If Hashem was alive with a life that's something else independent of his, of his, of his existence, or knew something, or, knows, or knew things with a knowledge that's independent, differentiate, that, that, that can be differentiated from himself, there would be many gods who, the is Hashem, his life, and his knowledge. If Hashem's knowledge is perfect, but it's not one and the same as him, so there's Hashem and his knowledge, and they're both, and they're both infinite. That means they're both gods. Chas the, the truth, that's not how it is, though. They are one and the same from every angle of unity. So it comes out, we're saying, he is the knower. He is the known. He is the knowledge. They're all one. Absolutely. You think it's his original Russian? Like this, this, uh, Ata, I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. Ra- yeah, this is the Raman wrote all this word for it. Absolutely, yeah. No, I mean, like, that's this Lushan that he's saying here, right? It's, he didn't. Was it, did someone else say this Lushan who had your Like in the Gemara you're saying, for example. I don't know exactly. I'm not, I'm not sure. No, I understand this. The concept for sure. Word. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. Uh, I'm not totally sure. I think so. It's always it's always attributed to him. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so I would say the answer is yes. Yeah, it's based on concepts in the Medrash Gemara, but uh, yeah. This idea of this complex kind of unity, which doesn't exist in our reality, a human mouth can't really explain it clearly. The ear can't really hear it properly. And a person's heart cannot uh, understand it uh, correctly. The way it's supposed to be. Therefore, because Hashem and His life are one and the same, undifferentiated, we say, for example, the life of the life of your soul. These are pesukim tanach. We don't say the life of Hashem. El Hashem, Hashem, living Hashem, living God. Hashem and His life are not two separate things. Like the body of the. Uh, like, like, like in our world living beings or like, even, like, even like Malachim Malachim also live forever however their life is independent of the fact that they exist their existence and their life are two, comp- two different comprehensions you can comprehend the Malach his existence and the fact that he's alive Hashem they're not, they're not divisible he doesn't know about the creations he's not, not aware of them in, this, in, the, in the way uh, the way we know about things, he knows them as of himself. Therefore, because Hashem knows himself. I'm sorry, I, I, I translated wrong. The fichach again. He doesn't recognize creations. It doesn't is a way of creations. and and know them. Uh, because of of the creation, the way we know them. He knows them. As of himself, the fich therefore mipnei because he knows himself, he knows everything. Everything depends on him for its being. So because everything exists from Hashem, Hashem knows himself. Therefore, he knows them by knowing himself, not not as something independent of himself, but of, as, as as he knows himself. So it comes to Hashem and his knowledge, and the universe are one. Yalf. 
Devarim Elu, excuse me. These two things we said in these two prakim, Mishnah prakim elu, kamaytiv na'yomim. They're like a drop of the ocean. Mimashin tzarich levar binizeh. What can be expounded upon this? Right. All of all of kavod and chassidus is all this and chakira as well. Will be recalled in our agreement. Mishnah prakim elu. These ideas, the principles of these two prakim, muhanikam mashim kavod. It's called the work of Hashem's divine chariot. Two days. The earlier Chacham said in the Gemara, "Only teach these things to one person at a time." No, don't give a class. You have to tutor. As provided, he's wise on his own. He stands on his own things. Then afterwards, you teach him the basic principles. You don't expound by detail on detail. Rather, you teach him the principles. You teach him the, 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 the opening of the matter. And he understands the basics on his own. And then on his own, expands his knowledge until he gets to the, to the, to the truth of the matter. They're very, very deep. Not every mind can comprehend them. On this Shlema said, in his wisdom, as a parable, sheep are your clothing. Chacham explained the Pesukim of Shlema Melech to say sheep are your clothing as follows. Things which are the secrets of the world. I think Kavshen is secrets. So the, yeah. Should be like in your clothing, in your pocket. Don't preach them in public. On them it says it should be to you alone. No foreigners with you. The Pasuk says honey and milk are under your tongue. The earlier Chacham explained this pasuk that honey and milk are under your tongue. That these things, things which are sweet and uh, and enjoyable, like the comprehension of these ideas, like honey and milk, to be under your tongue. Again, the idea of teaching this only to individuals, not in the public setting.